the real estate market is open. Ramos Design Build is Tampa Bay's premier construction company. This is a program where the real estate experts are live. Whether buying, selling, building, or designing, Ramos has the answers. Now, here's the area's best resource for all things real estate, James Ramos. Welcome to a new edition with Move With Me Radio. My name is James Ramos with Ramos Design Build and jamesramos.com. I'm truly excited to be here today with my wife, business partner, and and my best friend, Connie Ramos. How are you doing, Connie? Hi. Good morning. So we're here at at um, uh, Drink Indigo, Indigo Coffee House and Social Bar downtown in downtown Tampa. And, um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was was leaving the corporate world. Um, as you know, I left the corporate world in 2011, and we've led a pretty entrepreneurial life from that point on. Thank God you're still working in, in medicine and have a... <laughs> I, remember. I remember. And have a career. <laughs> so so tell me, I just wanted to um, get get your insight as far as what you think about um, the day-to-day. Uh, you come in the office all the time. You have a little office there. You do your thing. Um, you really want my insight now? <laughs> yeah. On the day-to-day, um, I think what I have found as living an entrepreneurial life with you is um, it's just not work for you. So before, um, when you were with Corporate America, it was more work and you seemed to, you know, it, it was a grind. Um, not that not that today is not a grind uh, day-to-day, but you... Um, you could lose track of time in um, hours go by for you in minutes. And um, I can tell that you obviously do what you love. So um, even in our off time and in our free time and in our time with our children, wherever we're at, um, we uh, are hijacked no matter what to go into real estate offices to stop and take pictures of buildings. Um, it's kind of hard to go for a run with James in a pretty neighborhood because he can't run straight. He has to stop, take a picture. He's got to take a picture of this. He's got to take a picture of that. And it's just, it's um, kind of maddening. Uh, like, can we just run and then we can walk back and actually take the pictures? Um, so it's really not work for you. And um, that's so exciting to see that, that you actually do it with um, love and vigor. I mean, yeah, there's some tactile day-to-day stuff that is probably painful, but you love it. Yeah. I, I think one of the big drivers is, is that when I started in corporate America, which was after university of Florida, we, our first job, you know, was in Orlando. And from that point on, we moved 18 times, I believe in 20 years, something crazy like that. I wrote it in my book. Yeah. Well, to today. So, yeah. Until today. <laughs> Um, but, but it's amazing because in corporate America, you have great opportunity, great education, um, as far as work experience and things. And to add the fact that I was in the consumer product goods industry and I worked for some major manufacturers across America, you know, they gave me an opportunity to move, you know, which was good and bad. The bad part was, is to get a promotion. I had to move, you know, the good part was I was getting a new promotion and, you know, a new job. Um, but in every situation, we had the opportunity to go to a new city and do our research, find you know the real estate agent who was the most competent, understand the neighborhoods and the d- different communities, whether it was close to Connie, your work or my work, and um, you know find out from scratch kind of what um, most folks look for when they when they move into Tampa, which was a pretty enlightening thing. And then when we decided to, um, my father was sick in 2004, we moved back, uh, Unilever moved me to manage SlimFast down in West Palm Beach. And at that time, we also bought a home on Davis Island, which was 2004. And then we eventually moved back in 2005 or six or something. And then I started working for PepsiCo 
um, for seven, eight years. And then in 2011, um, we ended up leaving uh, corporate America and, and staying full time in Tampa. But, but, um, you know, all the different moves, I mean, do you miss that? Um, well, we still move, so yeah. well, we <laughs> I just think, we we stay in the same city. Though, yeah, um, I think all the moves. I always, I, I, I kind of am. I love change. I sort of thrive on change. So we're a good match. I mean, you were in the office the other day, and somebody was like, "When are you gonna? When are you gonna?" What yeah, are, someone uh, came in the office. They're yeah. like, "When are you gonna finally get your own home?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I go, "They're all my houses." I go, "You know, just because I sell it." And he goes, "Oh, I know, but I mean, like, get settled." I was like, "Oh no, 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 I can't. I can't be anywhere too long. I get a little restless." So <laughs> I always tell everybody the only people that. Or the only things that I keep for a long time are uh, you and my children and uh, everything else is just stuff. Um, so I know that that's not necessarily mainstream, but I thrive on change and move. And I feel like it's a new um, birth and opportunity to like get new paint, get new furniture. Um, I mean, I know it's maddening for some people too. Like, you know, that's the most overwhelming thing to do move. But um, my family all knows that I tend to love to purge. So moving is always like, yay, I get to, I get to, I get to go throw a bunch of stuff away. Well, again. you know, it's funny that you say that because a lot of people say the home is where the heart is. And I really think that home is where the family is, I, you know, so, yeah. so no matter what, I mean, we've, we, we lit, we moved, you know, like I said, a number of times. And then when our kids were younger, it was funny because we were building one time and then we were staying in an apartment and, and I remember, you know, walking the kids around the apartment complex and they were, they saw the new pool and, you know, all these great things. And they're like, oh, my God, we made it. You know, look at this pool that we have. And, you know, walk them through the exercise facility. And I'm like, no, we're just renting. They didn't know the difference between renting yeah. or buying or what have you. But it's amazing. As long as that family and that core, you know, are with you, it doesn't matter, you know, where you live. And, and, and it goes as a testament today. So we have, we have over 80, 90 agents um, working in Hillsborough Pinellas County. And much of their role you know, revolves around bringing people back to the table. And that's sort of been my theme, you know, whether I do design or build or in real estate and things, but it's a big, big piece to our family is to actually come home and sit down and have yeah. a dinner. Well, I think TV one, of the, off. one um, of the things I see is that, um, your, your life kind of changes every five years. So, um, you're really good at helping clients walk through that process, whether it's someone downsizing from a family home they've had for 30 years, but they still want to have, like, be able to have all the kids home for Christmas, um, at, you know, in their dining room. So it's really about being, you know, in touch with what people want and, um, you know, and it's spaces, you know, finding the space for them. So, yeah, I'm just always uh, answering your question. Um, you know, I, I, can, I have a couple more moves in me. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and, then, and then maybe, maybe I need <laughs> to settle down. down the lockdown. And, then, and then maybe we're going to go lockdown. Uh, yeah. Well, I tell you, we're going to have Dominic uh, Martinez. He's with Rustic Steel Creations in the next half. Um, but he's a design builder in, in, in respect. He he's, um, focuses in metal. But when you look at you know, the design build world and you look at somebody that actually is, comes to Ramos Design Build and says, hey, I want to do a renovation or I want a new home ground up, you know, it's the ultimate challenge because you know, it's managing through all the expectations that they've, been, that they've seen on TV. You know, and there's, there's, oh, yeah. there, there's a lot of shows out there that, that, that talk to doing whole house renovations for $30,000, $40,000. You're like, hold on a second. You know, so you're working with all these um, you know, premonitions that people may think. Um, but as far as you know, when they come to you, what's always interesting is, is that you know, nobody really wants to go through a, you know, six, no. eight, ten months, a year of, of designing and, and, and working with their partner on agreeing with every decision down the path. So they really are, are here because they're like, hey, I've been looking and I can't find what I want. And this is sort of what I want. Can you help me? 
But it's the ultimate challenge because it's not only just, you know, finding that piece of property, but it's finding the property that has the bones and the infrastructure and the things that they want at a value at their, you know, in their budget. And it's walking them through from A to Z. You know, yeah. And what I like to say is, is walking them through from, from inception all the way to landscaping or to warranty. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot of pieces there. Well, you know, you we've do, done that a number of times. We've done and, that a number of times. And you have, um, I, believe it or not, you know, an unbelievable tolerance for really helping people get through that process. So um, I probably would be slightly more impatient. <laughs> but you really do help people get through that process. And... Um, again, we have a quote in our family, happiness is uh, reality minus expectations. So, you know, making sure your client is happy is really making sure they understand what their reality is and, you know, what the expectations are going to be. So um, you do a very good job at that. And um, sometimes that takes time to build that relationship. And sometimes you got to go to the drawing board two, three, four times. I've seen you guys, you know, have to go through plans multiple times. Um, and that's okay, you know, because you want people to be happy at the end. Well, I'm here with Connie Ramos. She's my partner, business partner, um, with several of the businesses that we own. We're basically in three entities. So, so Ramos Design Build is a design and construction firm. Um, Dakota Kitchen and Bath. We represent products and, and mainly in kitchen and bath. And we also own Remax Beta Bay. So, Connie, with with the the companies that you're obviously an investor and you play an integral role in them. I mean, are you, do you see the blend? I mean, from from a standpoint of um, how one helps the other. Oh, absolutely. So you spend, um, so we own, re- you know, real estate companies, but you spend your time searching for real estate all the time, trying to find that land acquisition, find that, that niche, um, gem, you know, cause people are always want to find that. And then you always, uh, I, it's amazing to me, the stuff that you can find. Cause you just really look at it from a very analytical standpoint, which is what you were trained to do and what your MBA is in is really, you know, in analytics. And, um, and then from the design side, you know, you love design and um, you love to build and you, you love modern, you love Mediterranean. You lo- I mean, it's like if you could have a house of every kind, it would be perfect. A mountain house, a Mediterranean house, a city house, a, a modern house. I mean, you know, that's – one is not better than the other. You, like, love all those. And then, of course, the products. You love that. Yeah, I know. We've been getting more and more into the products because it's, it's amazing the innovation that is out today. Um, from, you know, I guess from once you create that shell and then the mechanicals come in, you know, and then you sheetrock the home, the innovation really starts from that piece on. So when you're sending a client off to Ferguson or get their plumbing supplies and your appliances and things that you perceive as being really easy, it's, it's pretty dangerous because you need to make sure that they're in good hands. I'm excited to have Dominic here too, because I think one of the things that I always see is that it's the, the stuff that people see is the jewelry in the house. And it's that beautiful stove or that beautiful staircase or it's that chandelier. It's all of that that people are like, I want that. And, um, you know, I I think that's where um, HDTV might have done some bad justice to people. Like that jewelry is just like a diamond. And it is, um, you know. know, But what's funny, though, is that the TV is it's great in a way because it is what we're going to have to accommodate. So there's no reason why we can't bring somebody in, draw what they what they envision with some creative pictures, you know, whether they go on house or magazine articles or things like that, that I always tell our clients, you know, bring in your inspiration photos. It doesn't need to be exactly that, right? you know, but our challenge is to go in and find what they want, right? Source um, it, source it to their budget. And, and, and exactly, you know, um, you know, Dominique is one of those great guys that, that offers the steel piece to, um, the stone, wood and steel. And he's done some amazing, amazing work around Tampa Bay. Um, we're going to be back after a few, 
messages here. My name is James Ramos. I'm here with Connie Ramos with Move With Me Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JRTPA or JamesRamos.com. We're back. This is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. Um, we're here with Connie Ramos in the first portion, and I'm glad to be here with um, a good friend of mine, a great professional, Dominique Martinez. Dominique is the owner and operator of Rustic Steel Creations. Um, he started RSC in 2002 after walking out of corporate America and is self-taught within the metal fab industry. Um, his unique and captivating work can be seen throughout Tampa Bay. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, James. Glad to have you, buddy. Well, tell us a little bit about, what, about what, you, what you've been up to. I know you're working on a project of mine on Davis Island. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much almost finished up with the Alvarez I know the owner, residence. Yeah, and, the owner uh, is excited. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it's just like what Connie said. You know, it's adding jewelry to the house, and it's a you know really great way to put it because it's it's like the bow tie to the tuxedo or the wheels to the car, shoes to the dress. But and, you know, with uh, Georgia, we did something totally custom that was never done before. And just for a few dollars more, you could really accentuate the house to make it stand out instead of your typical, you know, railings or gates that you see everywhere else. Right. And that's right. that's the beauty about it, you know. Well, tell us about tell us about some of the work that you've been doing. I, I see that you've done some um, some amazing work. I've seen them. Um, the P-51 Mustang replica, three nine eleven memorials, Epicurean Hotel, Ulele. You have work that's in Oxford Exchange. You have work that's also in the Waldorf Astoria oh. Hotel in Orlando. So when, when I go and I, and I do a project, Dominique, for, for folks, you know, we always have an option. You know, when I'm wearing the hat as a general contractor, you know, I'm really out to make sure that, that the folks, the subcontractors and the contractors that we put in front of our, our clients replicate the the budgets that they have, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of the work that we've done, you know, for typical metal railings and things like that, there's a lot of prefabricated things. Right. I know that those are things that you can do, but tell us like, what are the things that, that drive you, that get you excited? What really drives us is when, you know, somebody comes to us with the ideas, they don't know exactly what they want and they want us to design it because then we're not as pigeon toed. Uh, but yet we have to be with codes, building codes. But when we have free range and creativity, that's what really makes a project, you know. And so many countless projects, you know, like you, Laylee, you know, working with the group, really, you know, they gave me free range to design, not the checkbook, but to design. Yeah. And it really, it speaks for itself. Tell us about that. So, so, so a lot of us have been in you, Laylee. Where is your work at? Uh, we did the outside bar. Uh, the outdoor bar, we did the uh, bike rack outside, the wine cellar, the front doors with the awning. Um, we did the wine rack uh, underneath the stairs that houses 1,037 bottles of wine. Um, the baseball uh, display case upstairs, the pizza oven door, the fish on the wall. And we're still doing a lot more stuff with them. I mean, do you basically take someone's plans and say you can actually do a lot of these things, or are they coming to you saying, "Hey, Dominique, I have some metal ideas that I want to do"? I mean, will you t- will you typically expand the work that you're doing? Typically, expand the work that I'm doing, but you know, initially when they come to me, this is what we're going to be doing, and this is what I'm thinking, and then I pick up from there. Even when I go to someone's house, you know. Uh, th- they know what they want, but they don't have a specific design locked into their minds. 
And right away I can tell if they need Art Deco, Art Nouveau, Renaissance, Mediterranean, Tuscany, you know. Um, and that's where my imagination, you know, really bucks into high gear. And I have a question. So let's say I wanted something. You know what metal needs to be used in that space, too. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So if I wanted something that was uh, French Provencial or whatever, you would know which metals to use and guide me. And Yes. Okay. So, and one thing that we do is forging, which is something that's really turned into a lost art. It's a craft that has literally disappeared. And a lot of people, you know, they purchase the prefab things, and every house down the block has the same thing. Right. And the minute that you do something different is where you stand out. Right. And that's where it makes it more marketable, more appealing, and more sellable of an item as well. And when you had to do a custom, let's say you did a very big custom railing, all this, like how long does that take? All depends on the intricacies. All yeah. depends on the detail. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's not something, it takes a little bit longer. Are you spending a little bit more money, but you're adding a great deal more yeah. value as well. That's exciting. Yeah, because I, I think people get really overwhelmed with that. You know, mm-hmm. it's easier just to go and pick something. It's hard to it's hard to pick something when you can't see the finished product. And I know that James works with a lot of clients, and um, and it's it's hard for people to use imagination. And then it sounds like what your work, it takes time to evolve it. It's like a sculpt. Exactly. Because when we meet with the clients or the builders, you know, my job is basically to come out with the imagination to expand upon my imagination to expand upon theirs, you know, and really display. It's like, wow, if we did this, if we did that, if we did this or do it this way, then it opens up their eyes as well. And they see things because a lot of people are visual and they want to see things before they're done. And that's what, you know, that's what our whole job is. My- I mean, as, as the listeners out there, I mean, if you're, if you're in your car or if you're in your you know, house, the next time you're in your house, let's take a look inside your house. I mean, there's a, there's a fine balance between, you know, wood, stone, and steel. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when, but, I mean, when, when was steel, you know, came back and more introduced? It was just the more of the modern designs and things where you see the steel staircases, more of a, you know, rustic right. you know, type because um, you know warehousing type look in a in a home exactly because you know a lot of builders a lot of um construction companies or you know custom home builders that approach me it's like okay we need railings on the balcony we need railings right. on the inside and it's i call it the jailhouse look the vertical pickets right but yet if you tweak the design wow right, right. it makes it more sellable of a product and some people just want to get the house done. Even homeowners, well, we want to rip out the wood railings. We want to put seal. We just want vertical pickets. You have to live with that look. And once it's in, it's in. Right. You know, and, but if we come in and say, look, you have to live with this look and make it something that's going to be functional as art and as railings. Yeah, I mean, I think today, if you're, if you're going out and looking for a good designer, you know, one of the biggest challenges is ask them, Show me work that you've done with metal, right? With, where you've infused metal, and and typically you're going to find designers who have infused metal to be more on the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. You know, you work with Jill Lipsy and helping us do the design at Dakota Kitchen and Bath, and on the inside of our 
Um, we have a long bar, right? Um, kitchen bar, and then rather than putting sheetrock, which typically people put, and then you're you know you're in your stool and you kick the sheetrock wall or whatever. Jill and you had came up with, and Corey had come up with, you know, putting a big piece of, of metal, and it's right. fantastic, and it's black, and then it, and then it plays off of the whiter you know stone that's coming down um, with the waterfall. Well, and it edge. has so much functionality to it. It makes sense oh, because it, it, instead of your kids sense, kicking yeah. and you're painting the walls all the time, exactly. it's like why didn't someone think about putting metal there before? It sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I mean, and typically the homes were were have you know typically the, if you're in your home you know you know if you have two stories there's there was metal spigots or, or pickets you know for for your you know what you were right. what you're talking about and then prior to that was wood and then now having the metal you know obviously there was metal rails outside so so when you're doing rails for example Dominique you know there's there's um what's the myth here there's aluminum. And then there's then there's the wrought iron steel. Right. I mean, which one's better, more expensive? Well, for outdoors, like, especially value? being close to the water in the harsh environment that we live in in Florida, um, outdoors always aluminum. Aluminum. You know, I mean, it's okay though if you if you bang on it and oh, it's yeah. kind of hollow. Uh, what takes? I mean, you do, know, aluminum. do clients ever tell you like, "Hey, I, I'm fine. Okay, give me aluminum, but I want it to be be completely sturdy, and I don't want to." We, it's the gauge of the aluminum that we use, okay. you know. But what takes steel one year to do on the water takes aluminum twenty five years. Right. So plus we do a powder coat finish with a marine grade, you know, things like that. But if it's so far inland, you don't have to worry about rust as much. You know, it's just the idea of the salt air and the right. salt water being so close. It's steel can't handle the brunt of the you know salt air. I mean, back when, when my dad was building and stuff, there was always, it was just wrought iron. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't as much, you know, so obviously the aluminum side when aluminum really became coming. introduced into the construction industry. I mean, if you go along Gulf Boulevard, if you go along Bayshore, all the railings on all the condominium buildings are fabricated in aluminum. Okay. You know, that, that's the whole key and so with a powder coat finish. Uh, with um, integrating Is it as hard to fabricate with the... With the aluminum as it's, it is wrought iron? The cost of the material is a little bit more, but it's easier to fabricate because of the fact that if you build a 10-foot section of steel railings, you need two guys to move it. 10-foot yeah. section of aluminum railings, one guy can move it. Right. So it's, it balances out right. with, you know, with labor almost. Yeah, I mean, and um, the stuff you did at, um, at Epicurean, it was, it was a unique piece, and it's in the bar. So you can see it actually from Howard driving down, but it's obviously better seen if right. you're in the bar itself. <laughs> we <laughs> did a always, lot of work at the Epicurean. Yeah, I, I always um, look up to see your piece. You the know, balls. I'm going to run into a telephone the, the, pole. The stainless steel balls. Yeah, they're, so, super, they're super cool. They, yeah. So uh, how did you think of that? Um, I mean, some, did they just I, come to you and say, hey, we, we have some space on the wall? Exactly. You, Working with um, um, mainsail, and um, it was – it was pretty much free range. We need something in every single project that I've dealt with with mainsail. It was always, "What would you do?" And they've and it's to a point now. It's like, Dom, we need something here. Build it. You know, just give me an idea and, and start building it. So, really, Dominic, you're an artist. So, you're an artist that actually molds all this stuff into a vision. Yes, yes, yeah. definitely a visionary with with metal and you know applying the different metals like you were asking earlier is very important. With Oxford Exchange, we did all the railings right. there. Cuz you well, want I'm going to cut you guys off cuz we're going to go we're going to go to the news real quick, but we'll be back. We're here with Dominique Martinez from Rustum, Rustic Steel Creations. We'll be back after a few messages. Thank you guys. 
Hi, we're back. This is James Ramos. I'm here with Connie Ramos, my business partner and love of my life, and Dominique Martinez. <laughs> Dominique is is the owner and founder of Rustic Steel Creations. He's one of those guys. He's a visionary metal sculptor, and he's one of those guys that if you do have the budget, and, and I'm not saying that he's expensive or anything, but it is the extra um, you know, the dot on the I and crossing the T when you walk into a home that he's touched or if you go into a, a commercial property that he's had his work on, you can tell that the owner and the developer and the design team and people have really just, you know, um, you know, gone the extra mile. And, you know, Dominique, I was I was driving. My, my daughter had a had a uh, cross country meet down in Tallahassee and one of our buddies said, Hey, go take us 19. It took us forever, but we ended up going down <laughs> us 19, but, but I was driving down and some of these restaurants and stuff. I mean, there was this pizza place. It looked like there was a few cars there and you know, they, they didn't have a sign out front, you know, and you, and you wonder like, you know, how does somebody, how does somebody operate in a business? I mean, would you think that their kitchen is clean if there's not a sign out front? You know, and, and it's funny because a lot of times, you know, you know, builders out there and a lot of folks, they just don't go the extra, extra mile, you know, to really, to really do the things, you know, that, that are, that are, um, you know, necessary as it relates to, you know, whether it's just a residence or it's, it's a restaurant. I'm seeing more and more restaurants that are becoming, you know, well done you know, well-crafted. So I mean, yes. you know, what do you think? I mean, give, give me I your mean, opinion as far as... When people, if you're opening up your doors to the general public, yeah. you're opening up your doors to the world. And the first impression that people see is your facility, the sign, and then the door handles. That's one thing we've been doing a lot of is custom door handles for restaurants and hotels. Um, and signage, we've been doing a lot of signage, especially throughout uh, Hyde Park Village, we just recently did a project over there, and they love it. Um, and it's you're spending so much time and so much money in opening up a brand new business, and your sign says it all, right? Absolutely. You know whether you do small or big or creative, and it's just some people just slap a vinyl sign up on the wall, and we're open for business. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. You know, it's I at my studio. That's my signage. Right. And what I put out front, 30,000 cars see every day. Right. So it's really crucial how you represent yourself to the general public. It's key. So back when you started, I remember you were in Channelside. Yes. And you built that dragon, right? Yes. What was that? I mean, I think everybody has seen that dragon. Where is that dragon at? That dragon is on, that's funny you should ask. It's on <laughs> Lynn Avenue, and we have a client that's purchased a fish that was at uh, Sale Pavilion. This large scorpion, the dragon, a tree. And he has it in his front, right? He has it in his front yard in Lynn Avenue. And you've got to go down there, 4104 Lynn Avenue North. and it's It looks like a transformer. I mean, at any minute when I'm driving amazing. by, I yeah. swear I think that thing is going to come at and, me. And it's funny that you mentioned the dragon because it was like, why I built the dragon? Because I could. Yeah. And I'm not saying it with my yeah. ego out there. I'm just saying it's like, wow. It's like people ask me, well, why did you memorable. build this dragon? Exactly. Yeah. And then one day we just... Spontaneously, spontaneously drove it up to New York City and back in four days. Oh, my. <laughs> and it came back all busted up because we hit a bridge and, you know, <laughs> drive around New York City streets for 15 hours straight. And it, it, we ended up getting on the Today Show. We ended up meeting the Tuttles oh, of Orange County cool. Choppers. And it, it was really, really interesting. But it was such an iconic staple here in Tampa. And then we used to pull up job sites. And then people was like, yeah, I want your dragon on my job site when you start the railing. So yeah. I was like, wow, we got something. Well, and, well I think it's a, I, 
I think it's amazing because what what it showed me is is I, and I was in construction that if this guy can build a dragon, I'm sure he can do some fancy rails. He can handle or, a staircase or build me a door or <laughs> you know some of these less complicated things. But I think it that's what it really did. It helped yeah, illustrate it, it, you know your true freedom of expression vision. with art. But yeah. you know not everybody wants a dragon in their railings. You well, know, but. we were talking offline. I think what's so cool is Tampa's really making a name for itself too in the art world, and um, we have some really good friends that are super involved in art. And what I like to see and we're starting to see and you see it more in south florida is a lawn art and mm-hmm. some cool pieces in like how we see down bayshore and you can do all that right you can yes. make yeah yes. i mean the latest piece that i saw and i think it was yours it was right by the pavilion down in um by the con- the convention center what you, we had the a- large angler fish there yeah yeah and then is that's it still on, there no is that's it? sold and it's on lynn avenue oh they sold it with okay. the dragon oh the same guy scorpion <laughs> Yeah, the dragon, the scorpion. But that's so it's This so guy neat. is cornering the market on your oh, product. Oh, believe me. You need to go down there. It's a sight. It's definitely a sight to see. Because the last it, time I drove by, I thought you had moved there. But this is just a client People of thought yours, it was so. my home. Yeah. No, my home's up on, on the old fire station. But, you know, as far as art, it's, you know, we just donated a piece with um, uh, Alro Metals and Candy Coated Customs and uh, Rapid Metals and CSI Construction who helped us collaborative effort making Tampa's largest heart right in front of the Tampa Bay Crisis Center. Oh, that's amazing. It stands 12 feet off the ground. It's 9 feet wide. It weighs about five, 600 pounds. And it's beautiful right up off of Barris Avenue in 275. And right now we're working on making a 20-foot heart and putting it somewhere downtown awesome. Tampa. That's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're here with, we're here with Dominique, Dominique Martinez. He's the, the um, master sculptor and founder of Rustic Steel Creations here in Tampa Bay. You can find him at 3919 North Highland Avenue. Um, really excited to have, to have such a, a visionary and sculptor. And like I was saying earlier, I mean, the work that he does is truly amazing. You've seen his work. Um, it's all around Tampa Bay. Um, the latest and greatest was um, his conversion of this old fire station. Uh, it's called Fire Station Number 5. It's at 1910 North Florida. And you happen to live upstairs, right? It's, a, it's also an event downstairs, space. Upstairs and we have it as an event space downstairs in the gallery section. So it's, it's great. And I mean, do you find that more and more people are actually creating like work, live, play, you know, type? And then also, exactly. you know, it's an event space, more people that go to your place, you're going to see more of your work. Yes. And, and, and it all works from there. Because when I put in the RFP for the city, it was just like, what do you want to do with it? Live, work, play. Yeah. That's it. And um, versus- We'll post some of the pictures after on Facebook. And my Facebook um, page is at, at James Ramos Tampa and then Rustic Steel Creations. But you can actually see some of the work. But go ahead. Tell us. It's really amazing. It is. It, we've had so many different organizations in there. And everybody that walks in is... One word, wow. Yeah. And it, it's really, a lot of individuals ask me, it's like, what was your best piece of art? Honestly, I have to say that is that is definitely one of them. That's exciting. You yeah. know, and preservation of history in the city is so important because Absolutely. history can disapp- disappear in a heartbeat. And the way the condition of the building was, a lot of people told me I was crazy. And especially purchasing right at the peak of the recession. Right. You know, it, it was it was very, very difficult. Seven years in the making and still not done because we're constantly adding things. Well, back to the original question, what it's like to live with entrepreneurs. If you guys aren't a little crazy, then things are never going to, you know. Exactly. We, we, we can't live in the box, right? You guys exactly. push the limits and the edge. I mean, and- some of these awards. So yeah, I mean, some of these awards that you have are amazing, Dominique. So, so tell Thank us you. about the American Institute of Architects 
Artisan of the Year 2010. What what got you that? Um, I I didn't believe it when it first happened, and it was quite an honor because dealing with AIA, you know, and you know what it's like dealing with yeah. an AIA contract. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but to be a nominee, I was like, wow. And it's like, you know, they've actually recognized my work throughout the area. And it was, it was an honor and extreme privilege. And I didn't believe it until I got to the dinner and I saw my name on the plate and I was like, wow. And then in the program nominated, I'm like, and then I still didn't believe it. I'm like, they're going to call me on stage? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's so, a, it's a big honor, too. And then doing a lot of 9-11 memorials, you know, throughout Hillsborough and Pinellas County. One with the Yankees, the Firefighting Museum, and the City Hall at Safety Harbor. You know, it, it's just, I pinch myself so much. You know, and I remember when we did the Waldorf Astoria in 2009. I always wished I could do a hotel like that. And then two weeks later, somebody calls and I hung up on him because I thought it was a joke. <laughs> and then three weeks after that, we get 150 pounds of plants. Wow. And that was a project that really took my temperature because, it, you know, in working with uh, an, uh, an architect that worked uh, within my company for AutoCAD and stuff, it was, it was really challenging. And, but it carried us through the recession. Great. You know. Um, and then we did the W Hotel, the Epicurean, Eulalie, Oxford Exchange, and we've done a lot of projects in New York City as well where we make and ship. Yeah. You know, so on Central Park South and, you know, dealing with several companies up there and we're highly recommended. So we're growing, you know, but the most important thing that w- what really contributes to our success is just doing things different. Yeah. Because then people notice you. And that's... Same thing with what you do, James, in the construction industry. The minute you do something different, you are noticed. Right. Mm-hmm. If you do what everybody else is doing, it's like you're just part of another grain of salt in the soup. Yeah. You know? Well, it's obviously not work for you. It's, it's a passion. It is a passion. I love what I do. I love what I do. And at times it's very stressful, you know, but it's at the same time, you know, pressure creates diamonds. Yeah. And, it's you know, true. It, it really does. And it, it's just, you know, it – and. The one thing that I realize is that with the industry that I'm in, you're dealing with people that want what they want. Right. And the whole objective is to exceed their expectations because their expectations are high. Well, we're going to come back with Dominique Martinez. You're absolutely right on. If you want to visit Dominique, you can visit him at rusticsteel.com, www.rusticsteel.com. Uh, Dominique is a visionary metal sculptor and founder of Rustic Steel Creations. We'll be back after a few messages. We're back. This is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. I'm here with Connie Ramos and Dominique Martinez. Dominique is with um, Rustic Steel Creations. He's the uh, visionary and owner, founder of Rustic Steel Creations. It's www.rusticsteel.com. We were talking about you know all things metal here. And from your entrepreneurial background, Dominique, to you know going into um, you know being an entrepreneur. And basically, you obviously have a lot of creative you know, thinking going on. So how do you balance the creative side with just the sheer management of finances and the day to day? Is that, is that, is that hard for you? I mean, the key, one key thing I can definitely, you know, mention is the fact that you got to have a good office manager and you got to have a loyal team, you know, because I, I didn't build rustic steel on my own. It was, you know, a, a contributory effort from all, 
and having the right people in place makes all the difference in the world. And, you know, finally my team, I tell them what I want because I can't draw things out. I have to hire conceptual artists to get my ideas right. on paper. And then my guys put it into three-dimensional form. But my guys have finally, you know, they get me. They know what I want. They know what my standards are. They know the quality, you know. So it, it's really... You know, it's a it's it's a huge asset to have that. You know, and we're attracting companies like you know, Bush Gardens, PDQ. You know, we're starting to put chickens in front of all PDQ restaurants. Yeah. Bush Gardens were doing all their topiaries, their oversized sculptures, and it, and it's something that you know, cool. I, it's fortunate because now I'm like, oh my gosh, millions of people are seeing my work. Yeah. You know, our work. You know, Transcore is just. We're working with them on the beautification project in St. Pete on Gulf Boulevard. That is going to be millions and millions and millions of tours. So it's it's things like that that, you know, excite us because of the fact that they recognize that we do things different. Right. And the more that you do, you know, I don't yeah. want to be redundant. But, All right. You know. so, so, so I just want to wind back. So basically you're in corporate America. So you were doing the day-to-day work, right? Right. Were you doing creative or more? No, it was it was sales. It was just you know Selling. in a phone room, and you know it, it was good money, but I, my passion wasn't in it, and it was just. Well, there's a lot of listeners out there that are in the same position. I mean, yeah. so basically, you were you you were ready to pop. I mean, you were inside because yeah. I I see you, I come by your place and I see you out. I mean, you you were you were an outside cat. I was definitely going against the grain. There's no doubt. I was working. You know, pretty much a nine-to-five job, and I would go home. I was living down in Channel Side in a warehouse, and um, I would wake up at two, two thirty in the morning, and I would use my friend's shop right down the street and start creating my mirror frames and things like that. And then I would be at work at nine thirty every morning. And then one day I walked in. I was like, "Look, I'm exhausted. It's been going on for three weeks, and I, was like, I need a break." And my boss says, you need a break, take 10 minutes in the hallway. You need any more than that, leave. So I just went back to my office, packed up my things, and left without saying goodbye. <laughs> and that was, and it's and literally, I jumped before I learned to fly. Yeah. And it's it's the scariest thing that I ever did because I had a $4,000 a month mortgage. And yeah. I didn't know what the hell to do. But, you I, I, don't know, I, mean, anyone, do you, I don't think they were recommending anybody do this much. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, I mean, do not you a consider yourself a, a better manager or a leader? Um, I'm definitely a better leader. Yeah. You know, I can start the fire, and uh, I'm bad at managing, you know, but I'm getting better and better at it, you know. And it, the whole key is to delegate and find the right people to put in those places. Right. right. Don't try to become an expert in something you're not. Let the experts do what they Absolutely. do best. Like you. Yeah, well, I mean. You build a house, I'll make it look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in my book, I wrote about servant leadership, and a lot of people think that being a servant leader, you know, and I believe that the pyramid's upside down i'm at the bottom and so forth and so on and a lot of people say ah you know that's that's a bunch of bull but at the end of the day you know holding people accountable because i don't consider myself a great manager at all i consider myself a good leader you know a visionary like you are and putting you know the road and the path down so people can pave it and follow it and things like that but but being a manager you know and having that servant leadership mentality a lot of people you know take that big long noose and hang themselves quickly Right, um, and then mo- and then and then hopefully you have the folks that actually um, take advantage of it and they make the best out of it. Exactly, but giving them back and giving them things to say, hey, you know, this is what's expected of you. These are the, this is the road that we want you to pave, and this is you know what is going to hold you accountable um, is important. But 
but you know it's 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 one of those things where an entrepreneurial you know America here you know it's it's something that's not necessarily um, um, taught very well. True. Uh, it's it's you know I want to say it's an innate ability or think, but I think it's a little bit of a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that's necessary because nobody's waking you up in the morning saying, "Hey, you know, no. get to work." You got you got to. Well, you're you're coming up. down your your, your, your your fire, fire pole. pole. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think from um, sitting in this position, looking at two very strong um, entrepreneurs and people leaders, is that it takes people like you guys with the creative. Um, I, I have no creative genes. I'm not really creative at all, um, but I'm great at implementation. So. Um, you guys surround yourself with really good, uh, what is it, entrepreneurs? Uh, yeah, there's entrepreneurs yeah. and mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, the people that support you, because um, you guys are pushing pushing envelopes, pushing boundaries, doing things a little bit different. Um, and thank God for that, right? Because, I mean, Tampa, or everything would be black and white if we didn't have some color. So, so true. Uh, but we can't have too many of you crazy people out there. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm here yeah. with Dominique Martinez. He's with Rustic Steel Creations. It's rusticsteel.com. You know, and we talked about this past award you won um, the American Institute of Architects Artisan of the Year in 2010, and then you've also won um, your Volunteer of the Year for United Way. Like, how do you, how are you balancing all this stuff, bud? Um, it's I see what you give back place. from the community. I feel is what you you also have to give back. You know, um, and I've donated a lot of time speaking of public high schools, middle schools throughout Hillsborough. Uh, area and you know serve put me in front of nine thousand students in the course of two years, and you know I would go there and do a speaking engagement about how we create something from nothing because mm-hmm. we are nothing when we're born. It's what we make of ourselves, and it's all forging process of life. That's awesome. That's amazing. You know, it, it's it's really opens up because then you get the students to speak out and what the, they got from what I was saying and. It's an eye opener. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and so so Dominique, you're also training folks. I mean, I would I would bet, right? They don't yes. they don't come in with thirty years of experience in in ironworking and things. They right? come in with years of experience in in metal fabrication or okay. welding, but then I also have to teach them how to think outside the box, mm-hmm. right? And some can gel well, and some just can't. So the ones that can't, we put them what they're good at. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of trying to change their way of thinking, let them do that on their own. Uh, my top fabricator, Chris, uh, basically, he always did things left, right, and straight. And one day I told him, he said, I've got nothing to do. I said, make a fish. Out of what? Make it out of junk. And he goes, I don't know how. Well, let me show you. And then next thing you know, wow, we're making fish all over town. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's great. So teach man how to fish or teach him yeah. how to make a fish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was at, there was a connections, um, a vendor connections event um, a few weeks ago. We did a live radio show and the Tampa Bay Builders Association had put it on. There was over 15, 18 different um, entities that their main, some of them were funded by the, by the county or city, or the state, um, but their main um line of work was putting a lot of these young people in work, you know, mm-hmm. so having an alternative to not just to go to, you know, college and a typical four year or two year degree, whether it's associate or bachelor's. But what was amazing is, is how many people are actually in this area working toward grabbing some of these youth 
um, oh. as well as some of the people that are actually, you know, potentially not necessarily youth, but in in a career that they don't really like. Right. Um, but I, it's it's on it's on um, you know jamesremus.com. It's pretty interesting. But but what do you think about that? I mean, obviously there's an influx of of, of demand as it relates to construction and work. There's there's a lower you know there's a lack of supply from quality labor and technicians and things we work with the technical schools in the area where they refer welders to us that right. are just graduated so this great. way they have a job placement which has that's really been you know developed mm-hmm. and some of the individuals that have uh, come forward we've ended up hiring on and still have them so it, it's something that's really you know it, it's good because then their minds are so fresh Right. You know, and it's like, okay, don't come. In, they don't come in with their old tricks. Right. They're learning new tricks. You know, you don't have to. Break I mean, do you have a particular habits. profile of someone that when you? I mean, is there certain it's, things that that are important? I a, tell everybody, interview? you come into our shop, check your ego at the door, be a team player, and you'll get along with everybody, yeah. and we'll show you stuff that you've never seen. Yeah. And it's just the idea, you know, typical profile number one is they have to be open minded. Right. And. Don't come in like Mr. Know-It-All because you don't know it all and you don't know what it is that you don't know. And that's the same <laughs> thing with me. Yeah. You know, so you always have to have an open mind. And I think, you know, and I, I, I look for people that know more than I do, you know, because that's, that's how Costco was built. You yeah. know, that's how FedEx was built. A lot of companies don't try to be the jack of all trades or, you know, just try to master one. Right. And then do something that's so unique where people seek you out. You know, that was always my goal in making, you know, it, it's several years ago, many years, like back in 2005, six, we used to order forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 worth of components from King Architectural. Mm-hmm. Because it's what everybody wanted—the typical escrows. Now we design our own, and That's awesome. our business has increased because of that. Well, I tell you, hiring smarter people than, than yourself—that's that's something that I strive every single day, <laughs> and we've done a good job at it. But I'm here. This is James Ramos with Move with Me Radio. Blessed to have my wife Connie Ramos here, and also Dominique Martinez. He's the visionary metal sculptor and founder of Rustic Steel Creations. You can find him at rusticsteel.com. Visit us at jamesramos.com or follow me on Twitter at JRTPA. Thank you, and uh, we'll be looking for another week next week. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. If you missed all of the program or want to hear it again, listen to the podcast on jamesramos.com or on YouTube at Ramos Media Network. See you next week with Ramos Design Build, Tampa Bay's premier real estate design.